Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And oh, what a beautiful day that the Lord has made. I pray that everyone has enjoyed the day as much as I have. The day has been awesome as I preach. Oh, oh, give thanks to God. Amen. Oh, Amen. give thanks to God. Amen. Hallelujah. At this time, the young men and young women worldwide. in God, Worldwide Ministries, We'll open up in prayer. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name. We thank you, Lord, for your Christ, Lord, who paid for all our sins, Lord, with his blood, Lord. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your great salvation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you. We praise you. We worship you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come to you boldly, but yet humbly to your throne of grace, Lord, to obtain mercy. Lord, your grace and mercy follow us every day, Lord. We thank you for it. Each day is a new mercy that we see in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for our health, our strength, Heavenly Father. Lord, today the pastor preached on that pray for yourself, Lord. Pray for yourself. Ask the Lord, just like the woman that touched the hem of his garment. Reach out, touch the hem of the Lord's garment in the name of Jesus and for your healing. For, for whatever it is that you need, touch his garment. Touch his garment. Ask for it in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for your rest, Lord, that we don't have to work for such great salvation. It has been given to us by the covenant of your blood. We just thank you for it. We thank you. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the overseer, who this is his child that you've impregnated him with, Lord. We thank you for his assistant, Heavenly Father, the pastor, that, Lord, that they are carrying it up. Thank you for the minister of the evening, Lord. Touch their voice, Heavenly Father, and, and bring out the virtue and your word, Lord. Your word does not return to your void, but accomplish to all the things that you want to do. In the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Father. We just bless you, Lord. Accept this praise and this worship, and, Lord, your word, Lord. I, I, you only agree with yourself, so your word is going to come back to you, Lord. And like I just said, it's not going to come back to you, Lord. So, Lord, we just ask you to do it for your glory, do it for the honor and for praise. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We, thank, we thank you, Evangelist John, for coming forth and praying the word of God as we open up young men, women, God, worldwide. Ministry this evening on our Sunday evening service. We thank also Pastor Nadine Rowley Washington for being with us and uh also our husband John, Evangelist John, we thank them and we thank all those others. As our speaker is here, Pastor Rose. Amen. Um, 
at this time, we're just going to turn it back over to Pastor Nadine Riley to give the, our announcement before we hear the word of God. Amen, amen, amen. 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 Our announcement goes as follows. Every second and fourth Sunday of the month, we have our Sunday evening service, Search at the Night, where we have a man, a woman of God, to come on and preach and teach the awesome word of God. That this evening hour, that almighty hour, that hour is 7 p.m. After you have experienced your service at your church, and even if you had a second experience, please come join us and please get fed again. Come join us in the doors that was not open, that may have not gotten open, or you didn't get an answer to something that you were searching for. Come join us on Sunday night and let the Lord answer your prayers. Amen. 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 We also want to add on that due to uh, some difficulties this past Saturday, we were, we were not able to come online to do God's Bible study, but we will be back. We will be on next Saturday having God's Bible study at 7 p.m. Please join us as we'll be opening up to teach about the book of Revelation. And please invite Amen. your friends and let anyone else know because this is a now uh book of prophecy that we need to understand because the things that are going on around us are being the fulfillment of the prophecy of the book of Revelation. So we will we we will get everything straight on talk to this week so we'll be able to be online Saturday at seven o'clock. Amen. Amen, amen. We thank, again, Pastor Nadine Rowley-Washington for our announcement. Now we're oh, ready Wednesday, to hit them. We forgot Wednesday night, every first and third Wednesday of the month, and unless there's a, a fifth Wednesday, we will have the um, revival service on Wednesday amen. night at 9 p.m. Please come join us. Amen. Amen, amen. 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 Again, we thank you for the announcements. Um, I'm going to introduce some and present to others this powerful woman of God out of California, Pastor Rose Anderson. And we've known each other quite a while now. <laughs> and very powerful woman of God. And all I can do is say sit back. Pull out your pencil, paper, crowns, or whatever, and get ready to write down because this woman truly speaks out of the Word of God. And I'm not going to hold up because I need a word. I'm seeking a word, and I want to hear a word. And God has brought this awesome woman to let me hear what the Lord has to say. Again, I present this sermon. I introduce the other, no other than Pastor. Rose Anderson. Pastor Rose. Amen. Pastor Rose. Don't tell me we lost, but she was just here. Pastor Rose. 
Are you here, Pastor Rose? Uh oh. Oh, she was just here. <laughs> Amen. 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 While we wait on our pastor to, um, for her line to clear up, we just thank everyone for joining us. We thank you for finding that robbery to take the time out, turn off your TV set, to open up your phone, to dial this number, put in a code, and come and listen to a word that's going to be given to you. I promise you, it will be a word that will be uplifting. It will be a word that will touch your heart. I promise you that the Lord tonight will make a difference in your life. Amen. 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 Pastor Rose, are you back? Y'all yes. Give me a minute. Okay. Praise okay. God. <laughs> All right, Pastor Rose. Let's come back on. Amen. I thank God for uh, um, Overseer Carpenter, for Pastor Nadine. I'd like to say good evening to everyone that hey. is on the line, and I thank God for you taking the time out of your busy schedule to come and be a part of this great service tonight on the prayer line. Hallelujah. So we're going to uh, have a word of prayer at this time. Our minds are clear. Let us come together and approach God's throne of grace and his throne of mercy. Father, we lift up each person and each family on this prayer line, knowing that though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh, knowing that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing, glory be to God, every high thing, every ornament, every proud spirit, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, it's the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, and by the grace and mercy of God, the captives are set free in Jesus. Oh. Father, as we take a back seat, come forth in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, yes, a vessel to be used by you, a living sacrifice. May you come in and have your way for the people are on the line to hear you, oh God. So as I yield myself, I pray that you will speak in the mighty name of Jesus and have your way in the minds and the hearts and That's the bodies the name of Jesus and move by your power. Take the minds and the hearts of your people, oh God, and stir their minds, Heavenly Father. Let your word go forth in the name of Jesus to accomplish the purpose for which it is going out, knowing that your word will not return unto your board. And, yes, Father, Lord. we thank you and we praise you and give you the glory in Jesus' name and for Christ's sake. Amen. 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 Uh, okay. Amen. 
we're going to go directly to the word of God. The people are here to hear the word. We're going to go to Romans, the 12th chapter. If you have your Bibles, you can go there and follow along with me. Romans, the 12th chapter. Hallelujah. Amen. Romans, the 12th chapter. When you have that chapter, say amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. I've heard a few amens. So the rest of you, you can catch us where you are. Hallelujah. I heard another amen. Praise the Lord. The rest of us, the rest of you, you can catch us where we are. We're going to read two verses out of Romans, the 12th chapter, beginning at the first verse, and it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. We know acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. I'm reading from the King James Version. And the second verse says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of the mind. I'm going to read that again. And be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. We're for a topic. Renewing the mind. Renewing the mind, hallelujah. The mind is a powerful thing, hallelujah. Our mind is so powerful that the enemy desires to have our minds. Our minds is where God communicates with us, hallelujah. Where God feeds us is through the mind. The process that comes to our bodies, it comes through the mind. Hallelujah. So, at this point, Paul had not visited the church in Rome. His plan was to go there before going to Spain. But he was arrested in Jerusalem. And eventually, he ended up there as a prisoner. A little background of the lesson. The first 11 books of Romans, they focus on things like sin, faith, salvation, righteousness, and so forth, the first 11 books. Here in the 12th chapter, Paul makes a shift right here. He says, I want you to pay attention to me. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, I am making this appeal to you by the mercies of God, by the mercies of God, because of what God has done for us. I'm making this appeal to you. He says, we do not. In other words, he says, look, 
We we don't deserve uh, 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 what we're getting. We don't deserve what God has done. But because of his grace, because of his mercy, because you have received salvation, I am making this appeal to the church. Amen. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Because of what God, we deserved great judgment, but God had mercy on us and credited us righteousness apart from our works. It's nothing that we have done. It's nothing that we said. It's not because we've been so good as children of God. It's not because we have kept his commandments so well that he had grace and mercy. It is not because of any works that we have done. It was not because of anything that we have done. His grace, because of his mercy. You see, mercy is when God doesn't give us what we deserve. If I tell my son, Samuel, when he was a child, don't go in the kitchen and get a cookie out of a cookie jar because I don't want you having cookies before dinner. And he go in, when I turn my back, he go in and get a cookie out of the cookie jar and start eating the cookie. And then I go in and I catch him eating the cookie. He has been disobedient and disobeyed my orders and did something else according to what I asked him to do. Amen. This deserves... Punishment. It deserves discipline. Yes, and plan has to be in place for this disobedient action. So instead of discipline him right there, then I'll sit down and I talk to him. My son, you know, I asked you not to go and get the cookie, and you disobeyed me, and you went and got the cookie anyhow. Now, you know you deserve to be uh, disciplined. Yes, Mom, I know. I know. Mom, I won't do it anymore. Please give me another chance. I won't do it. Okay, son. I'm going to give you another chance, but don't do that anymore. Don't don't disobey me like that anymore. Mother, I promise I will not do it. So he's given what he doesn't deserve. And then, on the other hand, I, I, holler, I go upstairs and later on before, after dinner, I say, son, do you want to go to Baskin Robbins and uh, get some ice cream? Oh, yes, mom. Yes, mom. Yes. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. He didn't deserve that because he was disobedient. So grace is when God gives us what we don't deserve. Ooh. And he got what he didn't deserve. Because of grace and mercy that God had placed down in me. So, here in the 12th chapter, Paul begins giving instructions on how to live a life pleasing to God since they had received salvation. He shifted from the other chapters 
1 through 11. He shifted from doctoring to teaching what the church beliefs are. He shifted, hallelujah, into teaching what the church believes in, what the Mm -hmm. church should do, how the church should act. Children of God, now that you have been saved, he shifted to practice. Practice. Take it in actions. Do what is stated in the word of God. Exercise what is stated in the word of God. Use what is stated in the word of God. Now you take Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was good with three-pointers. When I was in high school, I played basketball. I couldn't do any layups at all. If I get close to the goal, it might go behind the goal instead of going in the goal. But like Kobe Bryant, I could do the three-pointers. So they used me in that area. But you know how Kobe Bryant got so good at doing the the, the three-pointers? is because he disciplined himself to practice. What the coach taught him to do, he practiced it. So Paul is telling him to practice and put into action these teachings, these instructions that I'm giving you. So he's from theology, teaching the nature of God and religious beliefs to ethics, moral principles, that governs a person's behavior, moral principles that governs a person's conduct, a person's activity, your ideas, your value of what is right and wrong. He shifted from foundation to the basis of principles for whatever we do. He shifted. To a starting point, beginning, ideas, he shifted to application. Amen. Not just hear the instructions, not just understand the instructions, not just memorize the instructions. Instructions meaning the word of God, knowing the word of God, understanding the word of God, memorizing the word of God, but applying the word of God to our lives. Amen. Application is more important than any of those things. It's more important than memorizing the word. It's more important than understanding the word. It's more important than knowing the word. It's more important than being able to teach the word. It's more important than being able to instruct the word. Because we as teachers, we are supposed to live out what we're teaching. We as singers, we are supposed to live out what we're singing. We as our teachers, we are supposed to live out what we are teaching. We are supposed yes, to put the word into practice. The word should become a part of our lives. The word should be a way of life where we live yes. on a daily basis. Jesus, yes. 
Present your bodies. In other words, present your mind. Present your soul. Present your spirit. Present your whole being to God. Present, Present it because of what he has done. It's no more than what you ought to do because of what he has done for us. Give him your all in all. Amen. No woman wants a piece of man. No man wants a woman. Give me your all. Mm. And this is what God is saying. Give me your all. Paul is saying, present your bodies. Present your all to God. Give him everything. Just open up. Because guess what? Our lives does not belong to us anyway. Amen. Our lives belong to God. Who gave it to us? God gave it to us. Yes. For his glory. So therefore, he said, present your body a living sacrifice. Amen. You are living. Do everything in your power, in your mind, in your soul, in your spirit, in your might. Do everything to present your bodies a living sacrifice to God. Hallelujah. And don't just present it any old kind of way. Present it. Present it. Holy. God is looking for holy people. God is looking for living sacrifices. God is looking for people that are going to live a life that is pleasing in his eyesight. It's acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Amen. Sacrifice. Sacrifice means to give up something that is important to you for the sake of someone or something else. Give up something. Somebody, some people don't want to give up anything. They want it all and they want it all for themselves. Some people do yeah. not consider other people. But as people of God, we are supposed to consider others before we consider ourselves. Amen. So it is giving up something that is important to you for the sake of someone else or something else. Look what Jesus did. Jesus' sacrifice involved death. He involved him giving up his life. He gave up his life for us. So if Jesus gave up his life for us, it's no more than him. And then he gave us life. After giving up his life, he gave us life. So if he gave us life, he's the one that gave it to us. If he gave us life, it's no more than for us to give our lives back to him. Amen. So, since his life involved death, why did he tell us to present our bodies a living sacrifice when Jesus' sacrifice involved death? And he said to us, present your bodies. 
a living sacrifice. Let's go to Galatians 5. Hallelujah. Galatians 5. And the 17th verse, it says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy. Present it holy. And if you walk in the spirit, if you're presenting it holy, yeah. you're walking in the spirit and not in the flesh. And your desires Amen. are not to please the flesh, but your desires are towards spiritual things. And if your desires are towards spiritual things, then your desire is to please God. Yes, Lord. the flesh, the flesh lusts after the spirit. And the spirit against the flesh. Amen. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that he cannot do the things that he would. So if a spirit is down in you, listen, if the spirit, the two spirits are warring against you. Uh, The two spirits are warring against one another, excuse me. So, with the two spirits warring against one another, let's say the spirit of anger comes in. The Bible says, be ye angry, but sin not. So when anger comes in, it's okay to be angry. It's okay to to get upset. But don't allow the anger to cause you to sin and step over the line and do something that you're not supposed to do as a child of God. Amen. So the spirit of anger comes in. And you recognize. You see, we as children of God, we should recognize what spirit is operating? Because yes. any little entry, uh, the, the devil doesn't care anything about you being saved. Uh-huh. Any entry he can find to go in, he will go in. It could be at a moment of weakness. You could be so tired. Whatever the case may be, if you see an entry where he can come in. Oh, leave me alone. I don't want to be bothered. I'm tired now. Just leave me alone. And all of a sudden, you get frustrated, and that frustration causes you to do something that you're not supposed to do. Here comes the devil. My something Lord. Something right after that moment. So you recognize this is the devil. This is not the spirit of God. I'm talking to my my brother. This is not the spirit of God. Let me get myself in check. Amen. And then the right spirit comes in through your mind. So when the right spirit comes in through your mind, it's going to kick the spirit of anger out of your mind. Yes, yes. And the Spirit of God will overpower that spirit of anger and kick it out. Oh. Hallelujah. So, it says they're contrary, the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. Let's skip down to the 24th verse. 
It says, and they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh which are, uh, with the affections and lusts. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. So Amen. here we see that death is involved with us as well because we die to our flesh. The old yes. sense of nature, nature desires uh, and, 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 and gives ourselves to the youth. We die of those old sinful natures, those yes, old yes. sinful desires that we had when we walked therein. And we give ourselves to the use and glory of God because we are no longer our own. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We give those desires. We turn it over to God. We are no longer our own. We are bought with a price. And every child of God, get this now, get this. If you don't get anything else tonight, get this. Every child of God has a calling to serve God has a calling to serve. In one area or another, or another, you have a calling to serve in the ministry. Yeah. One, one, one way or another, you have a calling to serve in God's kingdom work. And our office may be different. We have different offices. We have different gifts. But one calling we all have, and we have it alike, that is the call to sacrifice. Mm. Are you hearing me tonight? That Amen. is the call to sacrifice. What are we sacrificing? What are we sacrificing? We are sacrificing our bodies. We are giving our bodies back to God for his use. We are giving our bodies back to God so that he can do what he wants to do through us. We are yielding our minds, our spirit, our soul. We're giving it back to God because he's the one that gave it to us. So we relinquish it back to him to use it for his glory. Amen. How can we be a living sacrifice Holy. Verse 2. It says, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Dear Lord, dear Lord. Verse 2. It gives two commands. One is to be not be not conformed to this world. Two is to be ye, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. We, we find that we teach when you're in Rome, you do as the Romans do. Paul is teaching the opposite. He's saying do not do as the Romans do. First yeah. Corinthians, the second chapter, you can write this down and have your paper and your, and your pencils. You can write some of these scriptures down. Mm-hmm. First, 
Corinthians, the second chapter and the 14th verse lets us know that unbelievers cannot discern spiritual truth. Amen. They cannot discern spiritual truth. They don't even respond to spiritual truth because they cannot discern it. They can't comprehend it. They can't fathom it. They can't receive it. So they do not respond to it. Amen. He says, be not conformed to this world. Let's go to Ephesians. Let's go over to Ephesians. Hallelujah. Be not conformed to this world. Be not. Let's go to Ephesians, the second chapter. Amen. Ephesians, the second chapter. And the first to the fifth verse. Be not conformed to this world. Do not act in accordance. The second chapter of Ephesians, beginning at the first verse, it says, And you have be quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. We were dead. Walking in darkness, we were dead in sin. We were dead in sin. Doing what our father, the devil, tells us to do. So, has he quickened? He has given us life. Where in times he walked according to the course of this world. Yeah. When we walked in sin, before we were before we were saved, we walked in sin as well. Where in times past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation. We have oh. all been we did some of those same things. Among whom also we we all had our conversations in time past. We did oh. In the past, we talked that way in the past. We were mm. out in the world in the past. We all had our conversation time past in the lust of our flesh. My God. We the desires of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. Be not conformed to this world. Doing the things that the world do. Do not emulate the world's ways. Mm. My Lord. It says, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins. Amen. Fans. Look, this happened when we were in our fans. When we were dead in fans, has quickened us together with Christ. By grace, ye are saved. Look what God did for us. Look what he did for us. So this is why it's telling us, be not conformed. 
Don't do the things that you used to do. God has brought you out to, out of darkness into his marvelous light. So don't go Amen. back into what God has brought you out of. Do not act in accordance or harmony with the world. Do not be like or become similar in form, in nature, or character. Yeah. Do not do that. But set the example. Stand firm in the truth of the word. Because if we walk in the ways of the world, if we do what the world is doing, if we're similar, if our character and nature is the same, if we have the same desires, we will never be able to set the example. We will never be able to pull them into the things of Christ. We will never be able to show them the way to Christ. Unbelievers are conformed to this world. We are believers. It says, but be transformed. Be transformed. Be transformed completely. Yeah. Spirits, your nature, your condition. Be transformed means to be changed. Changed completely. Amen. But be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Why? Why do we have to be transformed? Why do we have to be changed? Why does our mind need to be renewed? By the renewing of your minds, because in the sinful nature, our minds are not in its original state. In the sinful nature, our minds are in that mindset that we were born in. We were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Let's go to Genesis, the third chapter. It's going to take us back to our original state of mind, the original state of mind that Adam and Eve had. Amen. Before they sinned in the garden. Genesis, the third chapter, beginning at the fifth verse, when Eve had a dialogue with the devil. For God doeth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Amen. I told you, we had two sets of eyes, but now I'm getting a revelation of even three sets. Mm. Hallelujah. Says, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Now, they weren't walking in that garden uh, blind. Mm. They had eyes. But Satan told them, he says, 
God knows that uh, in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open and you shall be as God. Yeah. You will be knowing good and evil. You will be, you will have knowledge of something that you don't have knowledge of now. So he painted a picture. And the picture Amen. looks good to Eve. It says that when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit of her eyes and did eat and gave unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Now check this seventh verse out. It says, in the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked. The eyes of them both, when Eve ate of the fruit, Her eyes did not become open. The scripture didn't say her eyes became open immediately, and then she gave it to her husband. But when she gave the fruit to her husband, the one that God gave the commandment to, the one that God gave the instructions to, the one that God gave the authority to, when he ate of the fruit, their eyes, both their eyes became open. Amen. Yeah. We have a spiritual eye. We have a natural eye that sees natural things. A spiritual eye that sees spiritual things. And then we have an eye that is blinded and cannot see. My Lord, my Lord. The blinded eye. That cannot see, can't even see the, can't see the spiritual things, can't even see the foolishness of this world. Oh, but be ye transformed, be ye changed. St. John 17 and 17, you can write that down. Jesus asked the Father to sanctify them in the truth. Thy word is truth. Transformation yes. takes place in the mind. That's why the devil wants our mind, because that's where the transformation takes place at. So he wants the mind because he does not want you to change. He does not want you to do things that are right. He does not want you to change to righteousness. He does not want you to, if you're in righteousness, he does not want you to continue in righteousness. So therefore, he is constantly attacking the mind. Amen. Constantly trying to get at your mind, trying to get at the part where God communicates with you, where God pours into you. Because whatever righteousness, listen, whatever righteousness is poured into your mind, it goes into the heart. Yeah. And the same thing, whatever evilness is poured into the mind. If you entertain it, it will settle into your heart. Yeah, yeah. And cause you to walk in darkness. Mm-hmm. It caused you to be conformed to the world's ways of doing things. 
My Lord. The transformation takes place in the mind when we fill it with the truth of God's word. This yes, is why Lord. it is so important to study the word of God. This is why it's so important to memorize the word of God. This is why it is so important to apply the word. This is why it is so important to get wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to the word of God. The yes. scripture let us yes. know. But if you don't have understanding, if you don't have wisdom and knowledge, ask God who gives it liberally. God didn't have the wisdom and knowledge and understanding of the scripture. When I started reading the scripture, at age three, and then at age six, I would take my little testament to school with me. Open up my Bible, reading my testament. I would read the thing over and over again. So many times I had to read it until before I get an understanding. Yes, yes. And I began to pray and ask God. Well, I read in there where it says, "Ask God." He gave it liberally. I said, "Oh yeah." Oh, I started asking. And God started opening up my eyes of understanding. We have not because we have not. And then we are our own worst enemy. My Lord. We are our own worst enemy because of our mindset. Yes, we are. Think. If we change the way we think, it will change the way we feel. If we change the way we think, it will change the way we act. If we change the way we think, it will change the way we talk. If we change the way we think, it will change the way we walk. Mm. Amen. The way we present ourselves to God, the way we present ourselves to each other, Mm. if we change the way we think. How can we change the way we think? Through the word of God. Amen. Through the word of God. By taking them onto the word of God and applying it to our lives. It is not doing us any good to know the word, to understand the word. To memorize the word, to be able to quote the word, to be able to teach and preach the word and not apply the word to our lives. We are not getting the benefits. We are not getting the full benefits that we can get from the word when we do not apply the word to our lives. Reading the word, studying the word, memorizing the word, teaching and preaching the word, living the word. It is very important, and it should be a way of life with us. Amen. The Bible on a daily basis, to read it on a daily basis, to seek God on a daily basis, to open up our eyes of understanding. We are talking about renewing our minds, and we renew our minds through the Word of God. Amen. Our ways are not God's ways. Our ways are not God's ways. 
Amen. Our faults are not God's faults. So I questioned God one day. I said, how can I raise become your ways? God says, by taking his word and applying his word. Feeding ourselves with the word of God. Being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Being sensitive to the voice of God. Because he will speak to us through through his word, through someone else. And then he will speak audibly, directly to us himself. So we have to be sensitive to the voice of God. Be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and also to the word of God. Recognizing and seeking God for his truth in his word Because we can read the word and think that the word is saying one thing And the word is saying something totally different My Lord So we have to seek God For revelation, interpretation to his word And then we can take one scripture and read that scripture That scripture might mean something to me today. Today that scripture is saying something to me in my life. Tomorrow that same scripture might be saying something to you in your life. So we need to know when the word is speaking directly to us and when the word is speaking to the people of God. We don't want to miss it. We don't want to miss what's for us and give it to the people when God meant it for for it to be for us. So we have to fill our minds with the truth of the word. He says, by renewing your mind, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Make it new. Because Adam and Eve messed up in the garden. And since they messed up, if they had not messed up, then the minds will be just as God placed it in the head originally. But since they messed up, our minds has to be renewed to its original state. It's original state. So notice, notice, he did not say transform, but be transformed by a clean heart. He did not say be transformed by a right spirit, because we have to make new our thoughts, our emotions, and attitude in the mind. Our thoughts, emotions, our attitudes, all of that proceeds in the mind. How do we do that? How do we make it anew? How do we make new our thoughts, our emotions, our attitudes in the mind first? Through the word of God, through the truth of the word of God. Because so does a man thinketh, so is he. 
28 and 26. You can write that scripture down. It says, he that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. But who that walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. Walking in our own heart. Mm-hmm. Walking in our own mind, walking in our own way of thinking. Mm. The scripture says that person is a fool because we should rely on God. We should depend on God. Every word that we speak, we have mm-hmm. no word of our own. Mm-hmm. Everything that we have, everything that we own, it comes from God. The heart includes the mind. Yeah. Anything that comes out of it. The heart and the mind work together. Whatever develops in the heart. You see, the thoughts we have in our minds and and those thoughts that we believe to be true, they follow a conviction in our hearts of that truth. Whatever we believe in our minds to be true, it forms a conviction. It goes down into the soil of our heart. It takes root and it grows. And it forms a conviction in our hearts of that truth, of that thing that we believe. And then it goes into action. My Lord. It takes place first in the mind. Yes. So as a man thinketh, so is he. So it takes place first in the mind. The scripture says, a man, even if a man look on a woman, the lust after her, he doesn't have to get in the bed with her. He doesn't have to get under the sheets with her. He doesn't have to touch her body. But he looked on her and lust after her. Same thing with a woman. Looking on a man, lusting after him in her mm-hmm. heart. Because it started in the mind. With our eyes, looking on the man and woman, lusting after them. It started in the mind. And then it went to the heart. Oh, I want him. Woo, he's fine as a Georgia pine. Mm. I I, I just have to have that woman. Oh, she has a shape like a Coca-Cola bottle. I just have to have her. She's mine. She's mine. And that's somebody else's wife, somebody else's husband. The scripture says you have committed adultery already in your heart. So the thing that you believe to be true, you have to have her. Okay, you have to have her. Well, you committed adultery. It's from the conviction in your heart of that truth that you're saying you have to have it. So then you go and try to put it in, in action. It went down into your heart. It took root into your heart. So as we take natural things into the mind and into the heart, it's not a sin to be tempted. 
But it's a sin. It, it is a sin when we act on those temptations. Then we have fallen into sin. So, he says, the truth, the truth of the word of God is what will transform us. Our lifestyle should be a life of worship. Our lifestyle of children of God. We can be transformed by the renewing of our minds. When we develop the mindset, write these scriptures down. When we develop the mindset described in Matthew 5, 1 through 12, when we exhibit the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5, 22 and 23, when we emulate the principles, hallelujah, of the gospel, talking about love in First Corinthians, the 13th chapter, When our our patterns, our lives, when we take on the character of an effective and productive life that is spoken of in 2 Peter, the first chapter, the fifth through the eighth verse, a transformed mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind, we must allow our minds to be transformed. We yes. must allow our minds to be renewed on a Amen. daily basis. Not that, not just sometimes, but on a daily basis, our Amen. minds being renewed. Father, we thank you that you loved and you love every person on this prayer line. Amen. You love so much that you gave your only son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have an everlasting life. Father, we thank you. Thank because you, Lord. your will is that every soul be saved. Amen. And I pray that our minds be transformed in every area so that we can turn our hearts towards you and live a life that is rooted and grounded in the truth of your word so that we may become more and more like Christ in every area, in every aspect of our lives and flow with love and hope to the darkness that is around us. In Jesus' name and for Christ's sake, amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. We thank the woman of God for such a prophetic word. Yes, Don't be conformed, but be transformed. She just let us to know that there's some changes that we need to separate ourselves from the world and not be like the world but be opposite of what people see in the world. The church has fallen. She let us know that the church has fallen far off because today's church looks just like the world. 
And it's time mm-hmm. for us to take it back to like grandma and great grandma and them had it that they did not look like the world. And you could mm-hmm. distinguish them no matter where you went in the city or downtown in the country that you knew a child of God from an unbeliever. You knew they carried themselves because they wouldn't conform to the world. They have they had been transformed, not only in mind but also in body. So we yeah. And when I say body, I'm not talking about the physical, but I'm talking about spiritual. That they yeah. were not like what you saw in the physical in the world. Yeah. But yeah. they were they would they were separated. And that's what the word says. It let us be separated. Yeah. So we thank the woman of God. I'm not going to try to. Uh, I I I I'm not going to preach over what she said, but I just want to give what I got out of that. And I'm hoping that everyone else got something. And she said a key word that we all must take a hold of, and that's bringing application of the word, not knowing. Not just being able to talk, as she said, but we must be able to perform the word in our daily lives as we walk our children more. We thank you, we thank you Pastor, for that prophetic word. At this time, we're going to ask the pastor to open up the line right now for an invitation to salvation to anyone on the line that may not know Christ Jesus and may need to be conformed. And may need to be transformed from what yes. they have been conformed to, looking like the world. We turn it back over to past the road. Praise God. Amen. Amen. The appeal has been made for discipleship. The one that does not know the Lord and the partner of their sins that are on the line that desires to accept the Lord as their personal Savior. We are living in the last days, and it's time, hallelujah, it's time for everybody to get on board of the train of salvation. It's time for everyone to get on board of the train of salvation. So when we you tonight that if you do not know the Lord and the pardon of your sins, you can accept him as your personal Savior right now. You can come to Jesus right now where the blood is running from in pain. Hallelujah. Somebody laid down last night. They didn't rise this morning. Somebody rose this morning, but they didn't lay down in their own bed. They're not laying down in their own beds on tonight. So this is an opportunity for you to take the hand of Jesus and say, Lord, what must I do to be saved? Say, Lord, I want to accept you as my personal Savior. Come to Jesus right now. Come to Jesus. Is there one on the line, two or three on the line? There is room for you. Amen. Jesus is standing with stretched out arms, and whosoever will, let it, let him come. Oh. It's on the line. 
There is room. There is room. There is room. You see that there is not one. If you're out there, you don't have to be ashamed. Amen. Amen. If you're out there, I want you to know that we all walk this way. We all have to come to each other. We all are in darkness. Amen. Look to Jesus to bring us into his marvelous light. Amen. 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 We thank the woman of God for giving the invitation to salvation. And we tell anyone on the line, this may not be your time, this may not be your hour or your day. But when God comes and you accept his calling, find you a Bible teaching church to belong to that you can receive the unadulterated word of God. Yeah, and be and can be completely changed. As yeah, she told Lord. us tonight, the key to our change is being transformed by the Word of God. That is the key. And you need to find some place where you can get the unadulterated Word, the true Word of God, and not someone else's doctrine that sounds like God's Word. Amen. We thank you, we thank you Pastor. Thanks, for the, for the for an invitation of salvation to the line. Okay. At this time, we're going to open up the line to anyone that might need prayer. We ask you to pray for them. We're going to ask for to give them prayer. And um, like I said, the line is open, and you can just let her know what you need her to intercede or come in agreement with you in your life. Amen. Pastor Rose, Pastor Rose, I, um, this is I'm Pastor Washington. I like mm-hmm. prayer for some financial situations that I need to, um, I need for God to verify with me to confirm, to confirm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Father. We come to you in the mighty name of Jesus, O Heavenly Father. You have heard the request. Lord, you sit high and you look low, you see everything and you know everything, and nothing is hidden from you. So, Father, we touch in agreement right now with my sister as we pray, Heavenly Father, your word says where two or three are gathered in your name, touching and agreeing on anything. You are God in the midst. And, oh, Heavenly Father, we have others that are on this line that are touching and agreeing with us. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, God, the funds. We're praying concerning the funds that are held up. We are praying, Heavenly Father, concerning the the, the funds, oh, God, that are out there. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will give her clarity concerning those funds, oh, God. And we pray that you will touch the hearts and the minds of the people Oh God, that are holding those funds. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus that those funds will be released into our hands from the four corners of the wind. We call those funds back to her in the mighty name of Jesus. We claim the victory right now in Jesus' name and for Christ's sake. Amen. 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 Amen, 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 amen. Uh, at this time, I'd like you to 
pray for my fiance, Marilyn Bell, and her family. Pray for her son, James. Say that again. Pray for? Uh, uh, my fiance, Marilyn Bell. Uh-huh. And her son, James. Her son, James. James, yes. James. Father, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. The request concerning his fiance, her son, Heavenly Father, we don't need to know what the request is. You know. So we pray in Jesus that you will move by your power in the name yes, of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Whatever the situation may be, whatever the condition may be, whatever the need may be, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will meet every need, Heavenly Father. Whatever needs to be straightened out, we pray that you will straighten it out. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, Heavenly Father, that your will be done in the situation. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, that you Fiance from the crown of our yes, head, Lord. the of our feet. We pray yeah. that you will touch your mind, your heart, and body. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will touch your ears, you will touch your eyes, oh God. We pray that you will touch your heart. We pray, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus that you will lift your up as you belong in you. In the, in the name of Jesus. We pray, oh God, Jesus, that you will touch his mind, his body, touch his heart, oh God. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus that the relationship will be drawn closer, oh God. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus for healing to take place, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, oh God, that your will be done in Jesus' name. Jesus' name and for Christ's sake. And for Christ's sake, oh, in Jesus' situation, move in that relationship, oh God. I, I, I see some things in the, I see some things going on in the in the in the relationship with the mother and the son. Um Shanda. We will continue to hold them up in prayer. Hallelujah. We will continue to hold them up in prayer. Hallelujah. Mm, glory, glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, touch Lord, touch Lord, touch Lord, touch in the name of Jesus. Touch Lord. Touch Lord, touch Lord. Struggle, struggle, struggle. Touch Lord, touch. Shandia, 
Uh, yes, Maxine, um, for healing our finances and more women for the ministry. Praise God. Praise God. Father God, you heard the request for healing and more women into the ministry. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus. God, that you will run in hallelujah in every area of our life. Physically, financially, and mentally. The mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray that you will touch the body. Send on your healing virtue that it will flow throughout her entire body and cause every organ to form and function as you place it in the body from the beginning. In Father, we trust and we believe 
that you would touch the mind, the heart, and the body yes. of your follower that you are placed in the ministry, that you are placed and assign him over. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus that as you touch the minds, the hearts, and the bodies, you will stir them, O oh God, to the point where your people will have a mind to work, where your people will have a mind to serve, where yes, your Lord. people will have a mind to be obedient to the words that you give your servant. As he opens up his mouth and speak, O oh God, as we move, oh God, as we walk, oh God, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. Yeah. As are being ordered by you, oh Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus that you will lead and guide and direct him down the path that you would have him to go. Let him not waver, let him not care, but let him go straight into the mood that you're moving him into. Yes. We pray in the mighty Amen. name of Jesus that you will bless his every effort. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus as he looked to the hills from which comes his help. As yes, he you, as we trust in you, oh God, we pray that you will meet every need that he has, every need in every area of his life, meet every need physically, meet every need spiritually, meet every need mentally and financially that he has for his life, oh God, that he has for the ministry, oh God, that he has, oh God, that he does so much for your people. He ministered to your people. He gives to your people. He is a servant that has the people in his heart, oh God. So we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will cause the followers, cause them, Heavenly Father, to have him in their heart. And they have you in their heart. To have the leader in their heart as well. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will stir their minds, stir their hearts, stir their bodies, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Give them the mind, Heavenly Father, to minister to the needs of your servant, to give to the needs of your servant. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Heavenly Father, there are other directions that he's thinking of going into. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will lead in God and direct him. That are in his mind, with the directions that he wants to go, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus yes. that you will give him clarity, O oh God. Let him know if he's going right, O oh God. Let him know if he's going wrong, O oh God. Help him as the as the ideals rolling around in his mind. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will cause him to make the right decision in every yes, with every decision that's in his mind. Cause him to make the right move in the name of Jesus. And Father, I pray 
that you will bless the union. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will meet every need of this union. I pray, yes, Heavenly Father, that your love will flow in them, O oh God, that the agape love that you have for them will be placed down in them for each other, O oh God. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, I come up against every spirit that come up against him, that come up against the fiance, that come up against the ministry. I come up against it right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly life. I pull down every stronghold. I cast off and cut off every rope, every cord, every connection from the strong to the weakness in the mighty name of Jesus. I said, take your hands off. Your waters are dried up. Your pillows and your walls are coming down. Yes, in the name of Jesus, you have no authority. You have no power. I claim the victory. In Jesus' name, in his life, in his, in his uh, union, in his ministry, I claim the victory right now. I declare and decree right now he has the victory in every area of his life. <laughs> and for Christ's sake, amen. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, John. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank you. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I, 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 see, I see funds coming your way, um, mm. uh, over the carpenter. I see funds coming your way. I Amen. see um, businesses, ideas being implemented, and 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 God is going to give <laughs> the funds. God is going to give you the funds to implement. Uh, uh, a business are going to come forth. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, people, uh, uh, you want to you want to give jobs, and and and, and uh, there are a lot of things that you want to do. Hallelujah! <laughs> but I see the funds coming your way. Amen. Amen. The Amen. I receive that in the name of Jesus. I, 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 you, you, you know, you, 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 you're you thinking, if I had this, I could do this, and if I had that, I could do that. You, I see the funds coming your way. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Glory. Hallelujah. The the, the mind is, is, is filled up with a lot of things. It's filled up with a lot of ideas. It's filled up with a lot of things that you want to do in the ministry, that you want to do for the Lord, that, that you want to do in your, in your union. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Look for you're, you're right on top of that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. You are right there. And we thank, thank God for that. I need to hear that. Thank I God. need to hear that. Mm. I need to hear. Let me thank God. Thank God. Is there anyone else on the line that would like prayer before we move to giving encouraging words to Pastor Rose Anderson? Amen, amen, amen. Y'all know I'm not one to hold it, hold it long. And once we come out of prayer, 
Um, at this time, is anyone on the line would like to give some encouraging words to our pastor, Rose Anderson, who preached, who God used to speak a mighty word through this evening? The floor is open. Mm. Amen. Over here. Amen. Uh, um, you took you. Uh, you told us that we have to present ourselves a living sacrifice, and we have to apply the word. And I thank you for that, because some people think that just because they say the sinner's prayers and accept the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior, that now every, their work is done, and now they just wait to rub, that, rub the Bible and everything starts appearing. But it don't work like that. So I thank you for to reassuring them that they have to present themselves a living sacrifice. They have to study that word of God and not just study it, they have to apply it to their lives. I yeah. thank you for reminding us of that cause, so that they can understand that once they start applying it, once they start reading and studying, it will renew their mind. They have a change in mind. And yeah. I thank you for that reminder. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Praise God. To God be the glory. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, we really thank God for you tonight, Pastor Rose Anderson, that you shared a powerful word with us off a of high. Um, just letting us know that it's time for us to examine ourselves. And yeah. And what and where we at and where we're gonna walk, you know. Mm-hmm. The Bible lets us know one thing: that you gotta be, you gotta be cold, or you gotta be hot. You can't be lukewarm. And you let us know tonight: we can't, we can't try to walk with one foot in the church and one foot in the world. And mm-hmm. and 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 I love that. I I I took that to, to look at it that we need to make a decision. Yes. You know, and and the thing about it is not that we don't have that thing, the word in front of us to help us make a decision, but are mm-hmm. we willing? Are we yeah. willing to make that decision? Um, mm-hmm. One of the other things that 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 really caught me too was that you know, are we willing to be transformed? Yeah. You know, um, like you said, all of us can know the word, preach the word study the word and quote the word, but can we live the word? Amen. And that's where the, that's where the truth transformation is because when something is transferred, you'll be able to see that it has been changed. Yeah. You know, um, and you let us know tonight that it takes the evidence not of us knowing something, but the evidence of how we walk and what we know. Mm-hmm, yes. And, and and that was powerful. And we, we just thank God for that because we all need to wake up sometimes. Even us mm-hmm. that are seasoned in the word of God, we fall we fall victim to sometimes our own thoughts. The Bible says lean not to our own understanding, but acknowledge God in all his ways and he must mm-hmm. direct our paths. But sometimes we do lean to our own understanding. Yeah. And you let us know that it's not about us, but it's about the word of God. Amen. will bring about the change and will lead us in the direction he has to go. And we thank you. And the biggest thing that I can say to you, 
And what the old lady used to say to me, you just keep on keeping on doing what God has you to do because one thing about it, you know, your journey is not over. And you have not reached all the places that God needs you to reach. Amen. You know, and and I'm telling you, there, there's, there's a word in you and there's a word that people want to see in your daily life that's going to be presented to people. Yeah, amen. And that, that, that is the most powerful thing. People think that speaking a word is powerful, but living a word is much more powerful. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. You know, we have so many people that are pretenders. They want to they wanna pretend. But a pretender can always be pointed out because they're not doing something constantly. Yeah. Yeah. So we thank God for you, and we thank God for the word that you have given us. And we we just, again, encourage you to keep doing what God has given you to do. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 At this time, if there's no one else that wants to give in some encouraging words, we're going to move and let Pastor Rose Anderson give us the benediction and um, release us to go on and get ourselves prepared for tomorrow. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. I'd just like to say that... um, and having um, uh, be transformed by the renewing of our minds, one way we can know that our minds are being renewed is by the way we treat our fellow man, the way we talk Amen. to them. Um, if, um, if uh, like you were saying, people, they're pretenders, and... Pretenders, <clears throat> those people that pretend that they are something, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. You know, the, the pretenders have um, a spirit that's operating down in them. And the people in the world, they can see the spirits that's operating down in people that are pre- pretending because those spirits that are down in the pretender is in some of those people that are in the world. So they can recognize what's down in. They might hide it from us, but they can recognize what's down in the pretender because that same spirit is operating down in them. But it's a beautiful life when you can live out the you know, that you preach and teach about, that you sing about, when you can live it out on a daily basis because the people are not seeing you, but they're seeing the Christ that, that's down in you. And when you walk into a room, you make a difference. The atmosphere changes even just by you walking into the room because of what's down in you, the Christ. Christ yeah. is in you. So when Christ shows up, the whole room eliminates because there's light in the room. And Amen. that's how it's about the as children of God, you know. When we show up, a change takes place because we are there. Because Amen. Christ is there. So 
I thank you for pointing that out. We as children of God, we should be able to we should be able to handle things. We should be able to fake things. You know, the 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 fakers when you push the wrong button, then everything that's down in the mind and in the heart it will spring forth. Amen. That's right. So we thank God for all of you. Uh, are they still on the line, Overseer Carpenter? Are they gone? They left us. <laughs> no, they're still on the line. They're still on the oh, line. Amen. 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 Thank God. Amen. So I thank God for a family and friends and for IWC that um on the line tonight. I, I know I know they're there. They're just quiet, but I know they're there. Amen. And so must they have been blessed by the word. So we thank God and we pray that God would touch our minds, our hearts, and our bodies. We pray that after hearing the word of God about uh, transforming, being transformed by the renewing of our minds, that we will not just hear the word, not just be hearers of the word, but we will move on from this night forward into the out of out of this year into next year, uh, having our minds renewed because Amen. this is a process that takes place on a daily basis. So, Father, I pray that we will exit out of this year renewing our minds and proceed into next year as you bless us, <clears throat> renewing Amen. our minds on a daily basis that we may become more and more like you and that your light will shine in us in this dark and evil world to draw Amen. people that they will not see us. They will not see David. They will not see Nadine. They will not see Rose. But they will see the Christ that's down in us and be drawn Amen. by the Christ, be drawn by your unconditional love that you place down in us with Christ operating in us. They will be drawn by that unconditional love. So your word let us know tonight that there was a time that we walked in darkness. There was a time we did those same things. But now you have brought us out of darkness into your marvelous light. So we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that we will continue, oh God, as you continue to give us your wisdom and knowledge and understanding towards your word, towards your way and the truth of your word, O oh God, as you continue, O oh God, to open up our ears of understanding, our eyes of understanding, as you continue to touch our hearts, O oh God, that our spirits will receive what your spirit is saying unto the is saying unto us individually, is saying unto us collectively, in the mighty name of Jesus, let us go on from where we are right now to renewing our minds to the truth of your word. That we hear the word and apply the word, understand the word and apply the word, which is what you desire that we may live in the fullness and in the beauty of holiness as we walk the way of righteousness. And we thank you. We praise you for this word, renewing our minds and letting us know that this is something that we do on a daily basis through your word. Father, we thank you. 
We thank you for that revelation. We thank you for that word. We thank you for bringing the things to our remembrance that had gone dormant. We thank you. And I say to everyone on this line, as we leave this prayer line, but not the presence of God, I ask you to repeat after me. What I say unto one, are you all there? Okay, take your phone off a mute, everybody. I'm asking you to repeat after me. What I say unto one, what I say unto one, I say unto all, I say unto all, watch, watch, pray, pray, read your Bible, read your Bible, to renew your mind. Renew your mind. Every day. Every day. Every day. Now, Bishop Bishop, um, Carpenter, there's something you say about mooches, mooches, mooches. (laughs) I'm getting ready to do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Amen. We thank you, Pastor. As we always say say in closing out, Young Men God Worldwide Ministry, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We love everybody, and we ask everybody to have a blessed and wonderful week, and we say smooches, smooches, smooches. We love you. God bless you. God bless you. Love you all. Love you all. Love you too. All right. God God bless. bless.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.